This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch. As always, thanks, thank you to everybody that joins us on the Twitch live chat. Makes it a lot more lively and fun. We always have some uh, good discussions before the show starts. And we had a little bit of extra time today mm -hmm. because we started about 10 minutes late. Sorry for that. We were having some internet difficulties, but we are live now, baby. So we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. There was a deluge of information that came over the weekend. We're going to try and get through it as quickly as we can. It's like... A, a landslide yeah. <laughs> of, of new models and all kinds of fun stuff. So we're going to try and zip through that, talk about, of course, the ITC rankings, and then get into our main topic, which is the new Harlequin Codex. It's coming out this coming weekend, as GW has said. So lots to go over, and we will try to keep it brief because there is a lot of information. But yep. before we do that, the show brought to you, as always, by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. We make FLG mats, ITC terrain, all kinds of fun stuff. Check it out. I'm your host, Reese, and with me are my loyal and lowly sidekicks, <laughs> Francis and the Salty Banana. That's a good name for a band. It really. is. That it is, is a great name. That would be a good like, New Zealand folk song like band. So like Pascal, if you are listening, uh, rename <laughs> your band uh, Frankie and the Salty Banana. And right. also, you know what? Check out, <laughs> check out uh, Pascal's band. It's uh, Miho Wada, if I remember the name correctly. Really cool. They're uh, uh, friends of ours that live in New Zealand, and mm -hmm. they have a really cool band. It's actually really popular there. Yep. He's always yeah. zipping around the world doing shows with, uh, with his wife. So very cool. Yep. Always good to promote other people in the hobby because there's lots of creative and talented people out there. Yep. So let's jump in and get her done. Oh, uh, we're about to leave, what, Murica? Oh, man. Get I'm, getting, I'm getting in the spirit. Get you know what? I'm okay. getting in the spirit. We're about to fly to London we tonight. We're flying tonight. To go whoop on some limeys at their own game. Redcoats. I am going to try to sneak in get her done as much as possible. I, that would be good. Dude, yeah. I was going to buy an Apollo Creed American flag top hat, and I just I forgot we've been yeah. so busy. But I was going to come in like full blast. We're going to be like the Americans from uh, Kickboxer or whatever that movie was. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. The guy that smashes the beer on his. No, nose. that's uh, no, that's a Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah. Where they come in with a cowboy hat yeah. and all like obnoxious. Yeah. He has a Harley Davidson headband. Yeah, dude, that was the best. Uh, that was, he so kicked amazing. the crap out of Chun Li and he starts showing off and like an American. And then he yeah. gets then he gets beat. Sucker punched. And the guy was completely the actor's so out of shape. It was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that was kind of, Bloodsport is one of the so good. It's just amazing. I told Jason that he's got to train like that in the hotel room. Do the splits. Yeah, on the two chairs. Hey, you know what? I got back in the gym, feeling pretty good. Wow. Three whole days. Wow. Whoa. Right. right before you leave for eight. Good, I am. Good call. Yeah. I am so <laughs> sore. It's ridiculous. Because like, I'm going to, to Jason's gym, and of course Jason's gotten in really good shape, and we're all very proud of him. Yeah. The gym he goes to, like, it's like the most fit people I've ever seen in my life. I've been to a lot of gyms. I've never been. They have an outdoor section. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got their shirt off, and they're just like, just jacked to like... Yeah. There's girls who are like buffer than I was yeah. when I played football. You know, I was just like, wow. So it's good because it's good energy. But if you are definitely, uh, like you said, if you have any sense of an inferiority or negativity about your body image, that's not the gym to go to because no. everybody there is like, it's yo. like It's like, gold, like a gold's gym. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty intense. Like there was like a 60-year-old man that came out and he was just like, well, I was like, wow. Okay, I'll be over here with my little weights. <laughs> just getting back into the rhythm. So at any rate, yeah, follow uh, along Reese's journey. You should. Hey, <laughs> I've, I, I got on the scale and I was like, wow, I have put on a couple pounds. So yeah. reversing that trend, anybody out there, you can do it too. All right. Anyway, back on topic because we have a lot to get through. So Warhammer Fest was this previous weekend. Uh, if you want to get more in-depth coverage than we have time to go over here, go over to the Warhammer community page, check it out. They have a live blog post. It's pinned to the top, covers everything. Wow, there's a lot of information. So, tons to go. Let's do it to it. First of all, the Slayer Sword winner, always really cool. This is kind of like the big the big painting award that GW gives out. 
and it was won by uh, Angelo DiCello, I hope I said that correctly, and he did Horticulus Slimex, and uh, it's, it's a phenomenal model, uh, absolutely incredible, he, he definitely earned uh, that mm-hmm. award. So check that out, if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, it's beautiful, probably took him 100 hours plus to paint this model, it looks yeah. amazing. Uh, and I love that model. He, he reminds me of, like, whenever I see that, I think of, um, uh, like, um, the Labyrinth or something. Like, he's, like, a yeah. character that should be, like, at the Bog of Eternal Stench. Yes. Remember that? The uh, big Bluto guy, he's like, it smells bad. <laughs> no. Such a good, he's like, smell bad. And he would, like, summon the rocks to oh, knock over no. the, the bad guys. I love it. I think they're supposed to be doing a remake. <sighs> Is it a remake, or they've they've actually just been putting the movie in theaters again? Yeah, yeah, that's been a thing that they've been doing. Yeah, for that movie, I like that though. Like they're bringing old movies back and playing them in the theaters again. That's fun. Yeah, I I dig it. Uh, They also announced new Stormcast Eternals to coincide with the uh, Age of Sigmar Second Edition, which they've announced. So really, really cool. A lot of people are very excited about that. So can't wait to see the changes that they made. Uh, They already previewed some of them, such as no shooting out of combat anymore. Perhaps no shooting into combat. I don't know. But it was always weird when a guy with a bow is like shooting someone across the <laughs> yeah. battlefield while some guys are like, trying to stab him. He's like, hold on, dude. I got to yeah. yeah. shoot that guy way over there real quick. Yeah. Um, and so, now let me hit you also. But it appears yeah. you can still shoot into combat. So like, I can, that makes sense to me. If you're like in a melee, you have a bow, you can shoot someone who's trying to. Uh, sure. I, I, that's more realistic I mean, in my mind. They both make sense. If you watch uh, John Wick, um, he true. clearly shoots out he while he's in close combat. He also shoots into the close combat. True. So. Right. He punches people with a gun and shoots them at the yes. same time. Yeah. So it it's is possible. It, so it happens. My, a dwarf can do it. Yeah. Duh. That's I mean, science. My yeah. free peoples are all John Wicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody. It makes sense. Sigma or John with his like rifle and his like no tooth and his yeah. illiteracy. Yeah. I think th- I mean a good compromise would have been like shoot into combat, but it's gonna either be a negative modifier because you're like, oh I don't want to hit my guys, or it's a randomization of maybe hitting your guys. Yeah. Like I that would have been we'll a very see. easy mechanic to put in. I, at least in my yeah. opinion. It's hard to backtrack though when you put these rules in because anybody who has a shooting army, that's like a kick in the nuts, right? Yeah. So people are gonna be upset. Well, then you gotta go buy new models. <laughs> Sorry. Spend your money. Bruh. Sorry, uh, not sorry. Hashtag. Sorry, not sorry. All right, yeah. we're memeing it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, more Stormcast Eternal models. We have a female Stormcast that's like sucking someone's face off. It's like Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, it's not happening. When they unveil the uh, it's like <laughs> the a spirit coming out of a, a lantern. No, it's wow. a face vacuum, Jason. Okay. She's taking the Who's soul. Who's the play tester then? here? She's taking that. Did you play soul. test the model? No, I didn't. Being made? <laughs> Neither one of us. It, was a it looks question. like she's sucking the soul. It's a face vacuum. I'm sticking to my story. I, it probably is sucking the soul out of somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's mean. Uh, but she looks like a tough girl, so I wouldn't mess with her. And then we have the uh, really exciting. I can't remember the vault of the wizards. It's not the vault extremists or something like that. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Stormcast Eternals are getting uh, wizards, really, really cool, something they didn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of models, I think they look great. And they're also getting artillery, which is exciting. So we have some Stormcast with a giant bowcaster bolter. Yeah. It looks like a quad heavy bolter. It is a it's quad a heavy bolter. Heavy bolter. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, they probably should just call it a quad heavy bolter. They now have Dark Angel yeah. veterans too, <laughs> which is really cool. I'm happy. <laughs> but these are battle wizards, dude. Oh, okay. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. They probably couldn't mess with the hobbits. From the earlier release. Yeah. Uh, those guys look fierce. Those guys were mean. And sharp dressed. I like it. And then we have wizard archers. They shoot magical yeah, There's like vials of magic or something. Yeah. What, <laughs> it looks like a mace. They shoot maces. Yeah. That those, would be pretty cool, actually. You shoot maces. <laughs> yeah. You know what that looks so much be, like is the, uh, from uh, pre- um, the. They're men off. Men off yeah. guys that shoot the almost exact same. It's very similar. Without the bow. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Tit hey, for tat. Works. Tit for tat. Right? That's the best form of flattery. Yes. That's, that's what I've heard. Old Bill Shakespeare said that. Did he? <laughs> yep. Good old Bill. I'm going to try to go to his house. You when probably could. Yeah. What, uh, you know what was really cool, but also extraordinarily disappointing? They have a pirate ship in London and we went to it. It's tiny. Yeah, I was big. like, what are these people? What are they like? Like a, a crew full of little people? Like, how do they fit anybody on this pirate? I was like so under- yeah, it was like, like it was like preserved. Sir Francis Drake's ship or something like okay. that. And you thought it was gonna be some giant. Yeah, thing? yeah. I was like, it's gonna be like this big old galleon. No, it was like, uh, it was like a, a glorified dinghy with a sail. I was like, this is. I was shocked how small it was. It wasn't that small, but it was. It was way it was smaller, smaller than, than a galleon. That's for sure. It was like a Ford F one hundred and fifty with a sail. Yeah. <laughs> I will go see it. If I there have, was I American, and if Americans know, if there was F one hundred and fifty, strong. If we know anything. It was, a, it was an F four hundred and fifty Super Duty. What did you say? 
I'm interested now. I think I have to go see it. If, if there was American Pirates back then, that's what we would. Have. <laughs> With some well, boat it was nuts probably on really the back. fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A tap out sticker in yeah. the back window. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, UFC. <laughs> And they would be like, they'd be like, oh dear, the American Pirates. Uh, <laughs> like, it definitely would have, truck, have truck nuts in the air. Yeah. By the time we get there, we're out of bullets. Oh. <laughs> like, why do they have testicles hanging from the mast? I'll show you how tough truck. we are. <laughs> Duh. These uncouth barbarians. <laughs> they have truck nuts on the sails. Oh boy. <laughs> and then just we start playing. They just start playing Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> American We'd be the worst up. pirates ever because they would like know we were coming from a yeah. mile. <laughs> oh, here comes the Americans. Yeah. Just hear them. Yeah. Race the flag. Someone's got like a show your boobs hat on. <laughs> Still a farmer's stands even though we all have on boats. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're wearing UFC tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official gear right there. Oh. That, that needs to be a thing. Watch out for the American Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> Big old diesel stack coming out the top. Diesel <laughs> engine for sure. Yeah. It's got a Hemi in it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. All right, let's go. All right, new night haunts. So in, this is cool. These look amazing. These yeah. are incredible. These are cool. Yeah. Like so, these, like these. They're scaving ghosts. The, whore, the half horse ghosts, I think, are pretty cool. I don't know. Uh, the Night Haunts are going to be paired up with the Stormcast Eternals, apparently in the launch of the new Age of Sigmar. New starter box. So that's really cool because these models are freaking badass. And one of the really cool things about Night Haunts is it's got to be one of the easiest armies to paint of, of all time. I don't know, man. Because uh, looks... you can just make them look that ghostly, ethereal, white green. I guess you could and just not paint anything. And not paint anything. I've yeah, seen yeah. like Scott's armies that way and it looks great. Just spray them white. Yeah. Hit them with yeah. a, a wash. Wash, dry brush done. them. It's amazing. You put on that little like green yeah. like technical paint, done. These look good. They look amazing. They're really cool models. Are there. these going to replace the current ones? I think they're going to just be an addition too. Okay. Yeah, the night haunts are really cool, and it's uh, it's exciting to see them oh. get some love. Yeah, <laughs> he's the gallows man. Dude. This is very very privateer press esque. He's got a big <laughs> or or kind of like Malifaux, like where they like they put like somebody yeah. carrying a tree or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, it looks pretty good. I like it. I'm yeah. not I'm not a hater like you. I'm not a hater. I like Ooh, it. I'm just saying what it looks like. What's this guy doing? He's, he's got a, the, the key, key master. master. Yeah, he has a lock. Yeah, they're waiting, for the, they're waiting for the gatekeeper. And by the way, one of the best graphic novels uh, written in the last 10 years, in my opinion, Lock and Key. Ooh. Written by Stephen King's son. Heard it here first. Hey, if you like <laughs> comics and you're looking for something good to read, Lock and Key is phenomenal. Absolutely recommend it. It is good. I've read it. It's so yeah. good. So yeah, all kinds of cool new stuff coming out. But then one of the things that was kind of off the wall... Really cool is these new, uh, they're models, but they're meant to represent uh, a spell cast in the game of Mage of Sigmar. Yeah. So you actually put these tokens on the table. It's like Purple Sun. Uh, I don't know what, I can't remember all the names of spells off the top of my head. I apologize. But there's some for destruction, order, death. Uh, they're, they're awesome. These are incredible. They look so cool. Yeah. And if a lot of these spells were from 8th edition fantasy, if I remember correctly. Like these are like the mega, mega powerful spells. Yeah. But uh, they're releasing them for Age of Sigmar and they look amazing. I, I think this is very cool. It's a fun addition to the game. Yeah, well, I think it's a it's a cool crossover and a smart move by GW because for anybody that role plays or anything like that, these are great tokens to have. Like, I'm assuming these any are other that stay on the battlefield and move like around. This. Yeah, yeah okay. I think so. They move around and like you can manipulate them in some in some ways. Yeah. We'll we'll learn more as we get closer to Age of Sigmar Second Edition, but it's coming really soon. Yeah. Like, didn't they already talk about it? it's like the uh, summertime? I believe, if I remember June. correctly, like. I think they said June, yeah. Yeah, June. June is the release. We'll see, but that's like right around the corner. So we got to get our, our army shined up so we can jump on there and enjoy the new edition. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I think a lot of people have some high hopes for this. Mm -hmm. uh, they're getting very excited. Yep. Also, new Blood Bowl teams and miniatures. We got some Dark Elves. Uh, look freaking rad. Yeah. Love it. They have an assassin. I remember they always had an assassin on their team, which was a lot of fun. Right. You jump right. out and like assassinate your quarterback. Yeah. Um, really, really good times. Uh, they have funny names, runners, blockers. Uh, and then there's a, a old school wood elf war dancer mm -hmm. uh, miniature, which is those are my favorite miniatures in all of fantasy. Was the war dancers? So yeah. really excited to see that. Uh, but the most exciting news, in my opinion, to come out of Warhammer Fest, Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah, they've announced it. It looks freaking incredible. Mm -hmm. These are the 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 actual um, titans shrunk down. And the game looks like it's going to launch with a warlord 
uh, Reaver mm-hmm. and Imperial Knights and uh, Renegade Knights. Yep. However, yeah. where's the Warhound Titan? Oh, maybe that'll come out next. It'll probably be like I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be yeah. added to it. I mean, this is genius. This is cool. You can actually yeah. play with your Titans on a table. It'll be so much fun. Now, see the question. I think this is all resin. I'm not sure. Maybe it's plastic. We don't know yet. No, I think it's plastic. That'd be gosh, that'd be cool. Because they showed plastic. the box sets. They're like they're like actual. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, these it's are plastic, Games Workshop, yeah. not Forge World. Well, yeah. see, this would explain why we saw the preview of these guys in resin way long ago, but mm-hmm. we're just now getting the full experience, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's tile sets that come out that they have available too. Mm-hmm. That have like a city built onto it to scale the correct scale. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be incredibly popular. Now, what do you guys think? I'm not. I am excited for this. I think it's extremely exciting, but I, I, I will be more excited when there's, hopefully, maybe, we don't know if this is going to happen or not, but it'd be, I'd be more excited if there was other units besides just Titans. Yeah, if it goes totally epic. On back to, yeah. back to cool. epic. Is this yeah. the same scale as epic? But it would be a higher, it, yeah, it would be a bigger scale of epic. Okay. Which yeah. would be cool. I think, I think that, that would, would be, be great. Like, honestly, like, that would be amazing. Like, I, I could see a lot of people switching from playing normal 40 I don't know how they, it would be hard to do the, um, the infantry models, I feel. Well, they, like in, a, in, a, in a way yeah, that yeah. like would be like, because if you look at that terrain, I mean, it would have to kind of be like drop zone commander. Was, no, it's the same scale. Yeah. Like I think they said they're going to 10 mm-hmm. millimeter scale because old Epic was six millimeter scale. And at that scale, mm-hmm. an infantry model is just like a little dot. Right. But uh, at 10 millimeter, 12 millimeter, somewhere in that range, I can't remember exactly what they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the detail on an infantry model. Yeah. So... If they expand it out, and I'm sure if it sells really well, they'd have an incentive to do so. Mm-hmm. And we started getting like full armies. Yeah. That, oh my gosh. They probably would, would add vehicles good. first, I would assume. Like, okay, like here yeah. now you have your, your battle tanks. Yeah. Well, they stuff. probably have like yeah. flyers and stuff yeah. like that. Which would uh, be, I'm excited. This well, they, would be amazing because now yeah. you can have like an entire army. On you, do yeah. full, you can do a full battle, sick. recreate yeah, like giant yeah, battles. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they already have the Aeronautica Imperialis models. Mm-hmm. So it would be really easy to put flyers into it next because they already have them. Uh, I assume they still have the molds. I don't know why they wouldn't, but mm-hmm. yeah. that, that would be super cool. Yeah. Right? Have like a, a B-52 flying fortress formation of uh, uh, Marauder bombers and stuff. Gosh, that would be rad. Yeah. Uh, so then there was also a slew of new Forge World minis and Imperial armored books announced on the way. These, uh, I couldn't even include all of them. <laughs> Ran out of time trying yeah. to upload all these pictures. But there's a, a new Super Knight. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I apologize. Um, new 30k uh, infantry models for Alpha Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new dragon, which they reiterated over the and dragon. over. Mm-hmm. They said it's like absolutely enormous. Yeah. They put a scale miniature in there, and it's like the size of his foot. Yeah. Uh, a normal uh, infantry size model. So this chaos dragon is just crazy, gigantic. Um, there's a new character model for the Sisters of Silence, mm-hmm. and they also announced nice. that uh, uh, yeah. an Imperial. You don't like it? It's an old school. The speeders, I hate it's an those old school lands. I hate them. I don't know. I've never liked those. <laughs> it's a road trader throwback model. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I understand. I just this one though looks amazing. It's a new uh, Necron super. Yeah, this thing That's is huge. Huge yeah. too. It's like this big. Yeah, they put a scale model underneath it. It's like this big. <laughs> there you go. So I you love have it. a super heavy. I yeah. love it. If I could justify getting it for the Junkicrons, I will. It just seemed to be a shame to paint him all junky. <laughs> but you know, hey. It's a sick model. Bah really weep cool. on a weep mini bomb. Huh? What the heck? Is that a stroke? Dare to be stupid. So Transformers movie reference. Get out of here. Right. Uh, there's a, um, what the hell is the Dark it's Mechanicus? It's, it's called Dark Mechanicus. Yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah. That's <laughs> like the, the that's good. What a character from him. He's like a scorpion. He looks freaking amazing for Dark, dark Mechanicus. I can't remember. Heretic Mechanicus, yeah. whatever. Uh, but then one of the big the big announcements, I think that it's going to get a lot of people excited, is uh, they announced Imperial Armor Talons of the Emperor. Because a lot of people were like, how do I play Sisters of Silence? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I play Adeptus Custodes? Obviously, the question's been answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Forge World is going to be releasing more. They're going to be fleshing out the Sisters of Silence army, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. That's great, yeah. Yeah, they got new background, new rules. Uh, there's going to be stuff for Grey Knights in there, too. Oh. But it's going to allow you to feel the Sisters of Silence army, which I think is very, very cool. Yep. And then we got some more uh, auxilia mechanic or solar auxilia space something military. they're like the guard from the, yeah. the horse heresy time yeah. period yeah. yeah when they had like way better equipment mm-hmm. they've been getting worse Ooh. 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 so that, that's a taste of what they announced at warmer fest obviously it's like an overwhelming amount of information 
Uh, let us know in the chat when we get to the end of the podcast mm-hmm. what you think about it, what you like the most. I think it's all really exciting stuff. Yeah. Can't wait to see. There was more stuff too, like um, uh, Necromunda accessory packs. They had like yeah. laser shields for guys. For Vansar. Yeah. yeah. They look incredible. So Vansar, by the way, God, some awesome. of the best models they've ever made. Yeah. Jeez, we just got those kits in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're really, I mean, it's going to be an exciting year for Games Workshop enthusiasts. And a uh, not exciting year for all of the other miniatures companies who are like, shoot. <laughs> like, we better up ramp it up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's, like, it's like in World War II, what did uh, Churchill say? Like, the sleeping giant has awoken when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. I think that was the Japanese that said it. but Somebody, yeah, somebody said it. And it's like GW in the last couple of years is just like flexing their muscles. And they're yeah, like, this yeah. is what we can do. Which is and it's insane. a lot. <laughs> they can like... What it looks like, they're doing a lot of games now that other companies came in to fill the void with. Um, and then they're showing, like, well, we can do it a lot better. Well, like, shop. They created the games yeah. in the first place. They yeah. pulled away from the secondary market. Yeah. Yeah. There was a vacuum that got filled by other companies. And now mm-hmm. Games Workshop's like, oh, we left money on the table. Here we come back. Yeah. At least that's the way it appears to us. Obviously, we don't, we're not in the boardroom when they're making these choices. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they are, they are definitely showing what they're capable of doing. And what? it is impressive. It's like we've talked about before. It's always funny because, like, in the industry, you'll see, like, oh, man these guys just came out with this cool model. This thing's amazing. And yeah. then, oh man, these guys came out with one that's even better. This is really awesome. Yeah. Now GW's like, and here's what we can do. And you're like, oh wow. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was yeah. like in shock this last weekend when all that info came out. Yeah. I was in shock. I was like, it was like, it was overload. Yeah. yeah. It was way, and it was like, oh my God, they're doing this now and this and this and this. And this. I mean, just everything from that new Blood Bowl team to like, you said the Forge World upgrades to yeah. Titanicus to, well, it's you know, like even also, the Harlequin Codex. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's so yeah. much at once, and you're just like overwhelmed with how much is happening. Yeah, and it's yeah. like they're just like hitting it out of the park. Like the pictures that's been going around of the Harlequin yeah. like, webway thing is like it's like this big. I forgot to even. It's, it's like no, it's about it's about this big because yeah. it's it's um, the Wraith Knight is a little larger longer. than the Wraith Knight, yeah. which is crazy. I forgot to even it's include so that big. picture in there. So, yeah. Like yeah. the webway portal, new terrain piece. Yeah, yeah. and that's, I'm assuming that's something you bring. It's gonna have a point. It, it has rules. Yeah, yeah it's. It, well, I mean, they'll, they'll yeah. let us know, but it, it's... Very, they haven't said too much about it yet. If you're an Eldar player, you, you'll probably want to get one. They're really good. Mm-hmm. They're cool. On to other news. Las Vegas Open registration opens June 4th, uh, probably around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, assuming that there is nothing that uh, slows that process down. That is going to be the goal, and uh, we you know, should hit that goal. I don't see anything stopping us. Maybe the internet crashes. There's a terrorist attack. Godzilla rises from the depths of the oceans. I don't know. Yeah. Kaiju. That Hawaiian volcano explodes. Yeah, and we're all dead. Yeah. So if <laughs> we're happen. alive, we'll get this done. Yeah. But uh, mark your calendar. And if you bought a high roller package last year, please check your email. Yeah. As a part of the deal, um, uh, you'll know what it is. Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. It's yeah. a special part of being of buying the high roller package. So please, please be sure to check your email before Monday the 21st. If you're like me and check your email once a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you bought a high roller package last year, please check your email mm-hmm. before Monday the twenty first. You have a special gift from or a special opportunity from us to you. Yeah, from your old friends. From your old pals at Frontline Gaming. Yep. But yeah, get excited. Uh this is gonna be a record breaking year. I have no doubt in my mind we're gonna just crush it. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be an exciting year for the Las Vegas Open. And it's already an exciting year for the SoCal Open. It's already bigger than last year. Mm-hmm. So please make sure to grab those tickets. Um we always try to be transparent. It's not going to sell out tomorrow or anything like that. But uh, grab your tickets sooner than later to assure your spot. Uh, it's going to be huge. Really exciting. This is going to turn into a giant major event. So yeah. uh, really stoked for that. All right. Upcoming ITC events. There's a bazillion this weekend. One bazillion. Wow. Yes, I know. It's like the whole screen full of just uh, events going on this weekend. And a major world. All over yeah. the world, too. Yep. Why don't you take the it away? London GT at a football stadium. Is yes. it really? Yeah. yeah. Is it the is it the stadium where the NFL players the, the teams go and they try to force yeah. it's a, American football it's onto football. UK people? Okay. It's no, it's football, it's Jason. Footy. Yeah. Oh, it's a soccer well, stadium. I, okay. Yeah. It's an American soccer stadium. Okay. There you go. I got it. I got it. That's fun. We'll yeah. It's uh it's going to be exciting. We can't wait to go. We'll uh, really tired. The salty banana is not going to play, but uh Frankie no. and but I, I will be there. Yep. Yeah. You'll be with uh, uh Tasty Taste will be there too covering the mm-hmm. event. Yep. Uh, Jeff, Frankie, and I are playing in the Invitational. It's going to be interesting. We arrive tomorrow night, try to sleep, get up immediately, play in the Invitational. So mm-hmm. going to be a little jet lag. Jet lag, baby. Yeah. And uh, we're playing um, missions that are very different from the way we play. 
in the States. That's going to be really interesting, but I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we all know who we're playing. It's going to be exciting. There's been a big, they did a good job of hyping up the Invitational. You yeah. know, they made a magic card for every one of us. They're pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. Check it out. And uh, we all really excited to, to play. Frankie got almost a mirror match. And the funny thing is the person's army is painted like Frankie's too. <laughs> It's gonna be confusing. Sick. <laughs> so Wait, is that your jeans or my jeans today? Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting. And then uh, Jeff and I both drew Nurgle Demon armies because of the format. Nurgle Demon is like mega super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, They're so resilient. Yeah. And like I think each mission has like a kill point in it or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's lots like, of kill point. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. We we you know we always give advice if you want to do well at an event, read the pack before going. And we didn't follow our own advice because we've been mega busy that's how we roll yeah so rookie mistake and uh we have a lot of kill points in our armies yes and i was like oops <laughs> so yeah we'll have fun yeah, I, we're time. gonna have a blast yeah. and it's gonna be a good time so i can't wait interesting that there there's three events this weekend in australia so that's growing oh sure. dude yeah. the itc scene in australia is huge that's great considering yeah. it's a country with a population like smaller than california they're they love it yeah it's great Killing it. So we have two other GTs going on this weekend, the Scorched Earth Open in Phoenix, Arizona, and the Warmer 40K third annual state championship slash ITC GT nice. at Tier 1 Cards and Games hey, in Anchorage, Alaska. Our friends up there. I love that name. It's, like, it's like our mats. They're just like, you're in, If you're in uh, Anchorage, go say go there and say hi to Jean. She's a sweet woman. Yeah, yeah uh, Pablo went up there, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and attended this event, or yep. one year it, yep. uh, a couple years ago. It was really, really cool. So we have a bunch of Age of Sigmar events coming up in the next couple weeks, too. Make sure to check them out. Go attend. Get your points. Participate. Support your local scene. Bam. Current 40K ITC top 10 competitive track. Top five. Top five. Josh Death continues to lead the pack uh, with a sizable lead still. Yeah. He's Only because Matt Root. Matt Root just needs to play, to one play a single. He's going to just, he's going to not he's play the entire year. Yeah. He's going to come to LVO, win his first game, and be like, I quit. <laughs> he's like, I ain't done. So uh, Matt is the only person in the top five that only has four events. So he literally just has to go to an event, do what reasonably well, and he'll be in first place. Yeah. yeah. So we're just waiting on Matt. But he He's, just became a doctor. He right? had to go become a doctor. Okay. Like, uh, whatever, I guess. Bro. Save him cool. That's what you like. Whatever, bro. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm really proud to say is that he won the ITC two years ago, mm-hmm. and he said the money helped actually finish paying for med school. Uh, so we helped make a doctor. Nice. Woo. Actually, there is another uh, I'm going to take like 90% 10. credit for him. There's another person on there, Matthew uh, Ailey. Yeah, it's in the top 10. He's yeah. number 10 with, with only four, four events, yeah. so he's doing really well. Uh, TJ Lanigan in third, Mitch Pelham in fourth, and Bruce Merker nice. in fifth. ITC Hobby Track 40K top five. Almost said 10 again. Mm-hmm. Sean Prosser has moved into to first place, followed by Christopher Boss, Antonio Cedeno in third, Anthony Bellum in fourth, and Nick Barden in fifth. And we're starting to see those events racking up, which yeah. is great. Uh, Ada Sigmar, ITC, current top five. James Thomas moves into first place. He's a local boy. Well mm-hmm. done. Uh, nicest guy, meanest list. The mm-hmm. nicest guy <laughs> that will just annihilate you. He's the oh, guy man. that took us all out in the oh, tournament, he beat including me yeah. in my first hero phase. No, no, he beat you guys. He didn't play me. Oh, he didn't play you. I tied him. He beat me. I he tied beat him. Pablo. He beat Reese. Yeah. It was the saltiest tie game ever. <laughs> that was the first game. I lost his turn one. Uh, I yeah. lost. Or no, you, on my turn one. game was over like super quick. Jason walks over. I'm like, what happened? You're like, I lost. I had a corn assault list against yeah. his Zinc yeah. list. Yep. He, his list is so brutal, but mine really is good. really brutal too, yeah. to be fair. And we tied, but he smashed everybody. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Jones is in second, Jaren Zesweta in third, also a local guy, mm-hmm. Joe Cryer in fourth, and Josh Harvey in fifth. Congratulations, everybody. You, you know what the cool thing about this is? That We're waiting for a major. Need a major. That, well, the fact is that like we are in, what, three months in to the ITC now, and they there's people with four or three events, yep. and last year, we it were talking about in like January, they yeah. still had people, most people had two events, Yeah. because there's so many more major events going on. Well, we lowered the threshold for Age of Sigmar right. to, for what qualifies as a GT and a major to make right. it easier. Because the community is appropriate building for now. steam. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years, boost it back. Yeah, yeah. of course. I have no doubt in my mind it'll get there. Yep. Uh, Age of Sigmar ITC Hobby Track Top 10. Frank Deloach continues to lead the pack, followed by Scott Reed, our main man. Uh, Josh Brefield, he runs all of our Age of Sigmar events uh, for, for Frontline Gaming. He's a great guy. Uh, good painter, too. Josh Greenfield in third, Chris Stifter in fourth, and Tyler Hamill in fifth. 
Shadespire, current top five. Mike Kors has jumped way out in front, yeah. followed by Josue Ibarra. Mm -hmm. uh, Josue, Josu. if you listen to this, let us know if I'm pronouncing your name correctly. It's got to be Josu. He's doing really well, and I'm going to be saying it over and over again. Yeah. So. Christopher Avalos in third, fourth is David Escobar, and fifth, Jesse Rodriguez. Dude, nice. David Escobar only has two events under his belt. He's in the top five. Jesse Rodriguez yeah. is just so cool. He doesn't need to capitalize any of the letters in his name. <laughs> that is a cool that name. That bugs you so much. Jesse it Rodriguez. It does. It's, it's triggering me because it's the only one. <laughs> You're, when you get triggered, it triggers me. I know. You guys are triggered. You guys trigger each other. It's just like a, a clock of triggers. Just yeah. <laughs> I get triggered because you get triggered, and I think yeah. it's silly. You guys are just triggers. The only people that could legitimately get triggered are people who like, experience trauma. Like if you were like in the war or something. Right, we'll, we'll there's lots of on. different types of trauma you're getting triggered on. You trigger me because you're annoying. Yeah. Dang. That just triggered me. <laughs> I counter triggered I'm you. angered now that you said that. <laughs> he is really All right, fun. let's move along. <laughs> Frankie, let's talk about Harlequins. Ooh, it took us a while to get here. There's yeah. a lot of information. It's been a long road. All right. Yeah, so uh, Harlequins, in my opinion, were a strong index army. And now with a codex, even stronger. Boom. Nice. That's, 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 that's the greatest review I've ever heard. That's a pro tip. Jason, take it off. Frankie's the reviews. Here we go. Ta <laughs> Plus what tactical the fuck Harlequins. Jason yeah. <laughs> the Harlequins have some of the coolest backstory in all of 40K, in my opinion. Yeah. They're, uh, they draw from every type of Eldari. Like you could be, you know, Drukari, Eldari, Anhrath, whatever. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that Kagarok is the only Eldar god that didn't get basically destroyed by Slanesh. Isha is still alive, but she's captured by uh, Nurgle, who keeps yeah. feeding her poisons. So he's not very nice. Mm. So Kagarok, the but trickster god, he escaped. And the deal that they make is that the Harlequins, when they die, instead of having to go into like a soul stone, into the, um, uh, the Eldar like soul matrix, Kagarok tricks Slanesh and like steals their soul at the last minute. Yeah. So they're like warrior troubadours. Like if you're playing D&D, uh, &D, this would be the bard. But like a super badass bard instead of the kind of wimpy bards that you usually get. Yeah. And uh, they're just they're they're just such an original like idea. They're like ninja they really space yeah. clowns. And that, the models are cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're back from um, Rogue Trader. Yep. Also, like they're in a lot of those novels back in the early '90s. Um, always said to be like just extremely deadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like space marine captains and stuff would like get lost in their like the library, and then yeah. the Harlequins would come and just blast them apart. Yeah. It yeah. is cool that they like protect the Black Library that is in the warp. Yeah. It's in the webway. Or the webway, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. They're they're charged with protect because if anybody ever got into the Black Library, the knowledge there would make them like all powerful. Didn't like, Armand get into it? No, he's trying. He's trying okay. to get there. Yeah. Like he's tr he that's like he's figured that's out his number there, one yeah. goal. And there is an inquisitor that got in, right? Yep. Yeah. A couple of them have. Yeah. yeah. Like one there's a story where one one inquisitor he teamed up with the Harlequins, they allowed him to like read a book or something something like that. And it drove him mad and he would sing a song and anybody who heard him sing it also would go mm. mad. So he awesome. he got the information that he needed but he paid a pretty steep price for yeah. it. But uh, let's go over some of the relics they get. So uh, one of them, uh, once per battle, you can reroll a hit roll, wound roll, save roll, uh, made for your warlord. Um, in addition, this is probably one of the best regeneration of stratagem points we've seen. It's on a D6, and if you roll the exact number for the cost of the stratagem, you get that many stratagem points. That's so good. it's really good. Um, it's the same percent chance as a six plus, but you get way more stratagem points if somebody's spending like three or two or something like that. So pretty powerful. Uh, next one, you get to reroll failed charge rolls um, for units within six inches of your warlord. So that's great. Also that's really, really good. good. It's good for a melee yeah. army. That's uh, another pro tip. Yeah, not bad. Good. Um, the next one is for the uh, Shadow Seer. It's an upgrade to his staff. Um, it allows him to wound versus your ballistic skill if he shoots at you. And versus your weapon skill if um, he's in close combat with you. So makes it a little bit easier for him to hit you unless he's playing against orcs. Yeah. Sent down. <laughs> is that is that it says against orcs it doesn't work? Well no, because it, it goes off your ballistic skill and weapon skill, and that's oh, the number that he needs to right. wound you. Yeah. So like orcs don't have a high weapon skill, or they do have a high weapon skill, but not a high ballistic skill. See, I thought it was like um uh, Imotex deal against orcs where like he can't understand them because oh, they're just so yeah. they're so he stupid and, like <laughs> like they have no actual tactics. He's like, oh, but he's no. like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one uh, it affects your vehicle or no no it allows so this is not a relic anymore. These are the 
um, basically like chapter tactics for Harlequins. Right. Um, so this one, so Harlequins can fall back and still charge. This allows them to move an extra D6 when they fall back. So now they're extra fast, plus they move eight inches. Um, and then they also consolidate six inches. So good. <laughs> this one's really powerful. The Midnight Sorrow is yeah, the Midnight sub faction. Yeah. This one is like, because yeah. we played we played the hell out of Harlequins in the testing period, and yeah. they're very strong. They're super strong. Uh, Frozen Stars is another one. Uh, you get plus one attack when you charge. Pretty common over the codexes that we've been seeing. Um, Dreaming Shadows, uh, only one model flees whenever you fail a morale test. And then um, uh, and then on a four plus, when you remove a model um, from taking a wound, you can make one shooting attack mm -hmm. or one fight phase attack. So anybody so. who's played against Space Marines with the banner knows how powerful this is. Because a yeah. lot of these guys are going to have melted pistols. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're like, ah, Yep. It's uh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, next, I guess, is uh, another relic. Crescendo. Yeah. Crescendo. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it upgrades their pistol to where it can go up to AP minus three, and it gets extra shots. D6 shots. It's pretty good. The pistol it's relics are usually, damage. like, the less yeah. power, popular ones, but it this one's not It gets extra AP if you roll a certain die. Yeah. yeah. And it mm -hmm. does two damage. So I gotta say, bad. though, against... I've only played Harlequins once, and yeah. I was playing my Grey Knights, <laughs> and I had a unit of ten Paladins. Yeah. And I'm like, this is an ultimate unit. What are you gonna do? <laughs> the guy, <laughs> one do, troop... Like, so he races all of his um, his uh, Star Weavers at me. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to blast him, can't do anything. One troop gets close enough to get out and assault. That one troop wiped out all 10 Paladins, like me, because like, they ran up with their melted pistols oh, and then got into combat. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all these do uh, three damage and they're like, you know, negative three AP. I'm like, what? I couldn't believe it. One Harlequin troop yeah. came in and just nuked them, yeah. the yeah. entire unit. Yeah. The melted pistols are. It's the best thing they have. Yeah. It's like devastatingly powerful. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so strong. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, here's all these melted pistols that like jump like yeah. shooting your characters. You're like, ah And now I assault you and I have five attacks <laughs> each and you yeah. it's like oh yeah, it's, Harlequins yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Right. Well, they just shoot you from inside their transport. Yeah, and the transports are hard to hit. All pistols like, like drive by. Yeah. You're negative yeah. a lot yeah. to shoot yeah. the, the the transports. It's a really good army. And like, they are. If you have enough terrain on the board to like be able to not just get blasted immediately and, and, and be strategic about getting the enemy, oh my god. It's yeah, like, there's also they showed off a bunch of other stuff too. This isn't even all of it. No. Um, some of the other like chapter tactics that they showed off is like your vehicles can advance. And you can still shoot from inside. Um, yeah, the pistols become the, uh, assault. Yeah, and you don't suffer the penalties right. for it doing that. So now you're extra fast. Um, there were some other relics to where your warlord's vehicle uh, he can he can disembark even if the vehicle moves. Yeah. So he gets a 16 inch move or 14 inch move plus disembark. <laughs> I mean, Eldar are becoming <laughs> like Imperium almost now, yeah. where they have so many things to choose from. Yep. And I think it's cool because you have so much variety. They, you could take like a cabal of the Black Hearts detachment to use the stratagem, and yes, that is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And then you could take like a Harlequin detachment for some super strong shooting and close range shooting in melee. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you take some Eldar to hold the backfield. You know, like it's really cool. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, and then they show off their stratagems. They get the webway, like we've seen um, with the other codexes. Mm -hmm. um, they got Shrieking Doom. It's for a Death Jester. Um, it increases his damage with his gun. And his strength, so, yeah. Pretty good. Um, Kagarok's Jest. Kagarok's Jest. I don't remember what this one was. Uh, uh, they can shoot they an can enemy. They still shoot when they fall back. So, no, this no, one's. Right? You can shoot an enemy that fell back from you. That's right. That's yeah, yeah. If, the enemy, if the enemy falls back, uh, you can use a stratagem and you get to shoot them as long as there's no enemies within one. That's so, so brutal. Yeah. But the thing is, like, if you're taking fusion pistols and stuff, you're only six inch range. So, That's true. as long as the unit moves far enough. You're not gonna be able to actually. Shoot well, if you were in base to base, they literally can't get out of range. If they move six inches, if they move more yeah. than six inches, they could. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, you moved to the exact end of my range. Yep. All right. Uh, next stratagem: if you take a casualty in a phase, you can burn this one. Uh, their invo is increased to a three plus until the end of the turn. That's really good. So pretty good, especially if somebody's getting ready to assault you. Mm -hmm. um, Hero's Path. Uh, oh yeah, this one's cool. So if you have a Death Jester, a Solitaire, and a Shadow Seer, they're all within six. You can spend this one, move them from the board, and set them up anywhere nine inches away from enemies. Kind of cool. Um, the Great Harlequin. This one's really powerful. Uh, one of your troop masters. You spend two CP on them before the game starts. 
um, they gain the uh, Great Harlequin, and they get reroll ones to hit. Nice. So it becomes a captain. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the Great Harlequin used to be like the the leader of a troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why they don't have the model or anything, but this is really cool. Yeah. Unless yeah. you kind of you have like you know. It's it's so powerful for Harlequins too. Because the troop master is already a boss. Yeah, and the troop master gives you reroll wounds in close combat. Now he's giving you reroll ones to hit as well. Nice. You are just getting toasted by these guys. Like the Harlequins are an elite army that works yeah. really well. Like they play the way you imagine them playing. Do you think and they can be hammered? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's I think it's difficult, but I, I think it's a lot easier to do it with Harlequins than some of the other elite armies in the game. Right. And then they showed off some of their psychic powers. They also revealed that Shadow Seers now can ca- or get two psychic powers, mm-hmm. where they only used to get one. Um, they get the Webway Dance, or this is one of them, Webway Dance, which is kind of cool. Uh, gives a unit Feel No Pain while they're within six inches of the Shadow Seer. A six plus. Yeah, six up Feel No Pain. And then they also have Veil of Tears, which is minus one to hit a unit of Harlequins. So, nice. So wow, that's the yeah. go-to. Yeah, that one. That's the that's the money because they're maker. basically at minus two at that point, right? Often no, they're they're minus one to hit and minus one to wound. If they oh, have a that's here. This is the money maker power. Yeah, like yeah. this is the one that's going to frustrate your opponents yeah. to no end. Sounds yeah. like a guard player. Like dang. Yeah, yeah. the shadow seers yeah. are really powerful. Yeah, they're all really of their really characters powerful. are critically important. Yeah, except for the death jester. I'm not. I've never been sold on the Death Jesters, but... He's, he's not bad. Maybe in the Codex they'll be better. Well, well, yeah, you're right. We'll wait and see. <laughs> um, oh, here's another chapter tactic. Oh, yeah. They, I didn't yeah, upload it. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. So then uh, this is another one. In the fight phase, you roll two dice, discard the highest. Um, so then you're stuck with the lowest. But anytime your opponent rolls that die unmodified, it's a fail. To mm-hmm. It's... I think it's there was another. Cool. There was another one like, like that. Or something. Yeah, some, something somebody like that. else has something similar. It just it, it gives you like a sixteen percent chance of like just nullifying a hit unless so. you roll high. Yeah. Or, or low. I mean, I'm sorry because they're gonna miss anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this one. This is a, a relic. Um, basically, your character goes into a vehicle. The vehicle can go additional d6, and when it's destroyed, you don't have to roll for anybody blowing up. I just want to say one thing. This foul Chu fella, he got around. Because he's got relics all over the all place. All over, really? Yeah, yeah Fauci, he had his wings. Is this he also the, the Eldar yeah. one? Okay. Maybe, so maybe he was a god. Maybe this guy, god? he was like a man about the craft world. Yeah, there you yeah. Uh, The Soaring Spite is the <laughs> chapter, or the, I don't remember what they're called, but um, that we were talking about. It's their troops. Yeah, it's their... The fall, I know, there's six yeah. of them. But the, it's where their transports can advance and you can still shoot out of the inside yeah. without any penalties. Yeah. Which is really good. When and their pistol weapons are, uh, are then uh, assault weapons also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the one that I was talking about, the Soaring Spite. Uh, your warlord can disembark even after the transport moves, so he's extra quick. And that's about it. Oh, no, no there's a lot more. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> uh, so this one is the minus one leadership. Uh, if you're within six inches of these guys... Um, Those ones are really hit or miss. Yeah. Because if you play against a fearless army, obviously your your shtick is just completely nullified. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't, it's super strong. Yeah. So it's like playing when I play my night lords. It's either amazingly good or I just it doesn't do anything. So. Yeah. But they have an additional ability with it where you roll two dice, uh, discarding the lowest. So. Yep. Pretty cool. So here is a completed commission. Uh, obviously, we'll have more Harlequin coverage mm-hmm. uh, after we get back from the London GT because we will not be able to. Uh, broadcast while we're over there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to skip next week and then we'll be in the week after. But here's a really cool picture of some commissions that we have recently completed. And you'll want to check this out. Uh, the uh, Frankie's Tyranids are a uh, uh, tournament standard, mm-hmm. right? Beautiful army, painted very affordably. And uh, uh, he's got it in one of our new display trays that breaks down, which is going to be really convenient for us flying over to the UK. And he has the infested spaceship 24 by 14 mat in there which we match his basing to the mat mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to spray the board black too yeah. one of the cool things is when you put your army up for paint judging you can flip it over mm-hmm. put the mat on the top on the bottom put your army on it looks great yeah uh, so it's portable it's affordable looks good and uh, that paint uh, that, that tournament standard paint um, uh, commission level uh, we really want to aim people in that direction because it is so affordable yeah. and it looks Great. Plenty good yeah. for a tournament. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely the best value that we yeah. offer out of the paint studio. Yeah, and again, tournament standard is just uh, flat base coats. Um, you have your choice of colors, 
and and that's basically it. We charge significantly less than our, our next level, which is tabletop standard, which is like our mid-range. Um, and it's done quickly and it's super affordable. Um, a lot of it's airbrush, um, you know, so it looks nice and clean. Uh, you choose the colors that are on there. Um, and you choose super, three it's, colors? It's really effective. Well, it's actually really for the table, yeah. It's a little bit more than three colors, but it's, it's roughly yeah, it's three, three colors in base. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it gets you ready to rock, and yep. your army's good to go at a very affordable price. You can go back and do detail work yourself later. Yep. You can send it back to us to level it up, mm -hmm. or you just leave it the way it is. Yep. Here's some other uh, miniatures we recently painted. Here's some corn models. It's a Herald and Karnak. Yeah. Looks awesome. Uh, I really, really dig it. These guys are look tabletop plus to me. These are these are tabletop plus, which is a high level um, of service, which is um, you know you have extensive highlighting done. All details are picked out, um, which you know eyes, everything is 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 touched. Um, basing is level. Looks like, it looks like two level. to three. I think I think Brandon put a little bit more into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is our high level service. You can see. Um, there's a lot done to this model. A lot of blending, advanced highlighting techniques are used mm -hmm. on this. Where, like our tabletop surface, you'll see a lot of like line highlights, which look good, yeah. but that's kind of more of a basic highlighting te technique. Tabletop plus, you're gonna see more blending. Yeah, yeah. it's the more advanced paint techniques right. that take more time. Mm -hmm. yep. And then here's a Dark Angels commission that we recently completed. Yep. Uh, it's tabletop plus. It looks to me with yep. level three basing, yep. and these guys look absolutely badass. Right. Yeah. So got some uh, black knights. Some um, of the uh, the dark shroud and the, the yeah. plasma one. Mm -hmm. Couple uh, characters. Ezekiel and some deathwing knights. And there's a, a librarian back there hiding. There's a librarian, there's a librarian out for uh, with yeah. the um, the deathwing. He's like man. he's like he's like you know he's like I'm not the front man. You got it, boys. <laughs> Get him, men. Well, uh, I'll be back here casting mind worm. Yeah. Oh, gents. All right, let's jump into the Twitch chat. Answer some questions. Boom. Oh, if you guys are uh, also uh, in England or London. Um, and you want to show us around too, like that'd be cool. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of people that have already reached out. I uh, can't wait to see all of our friends over there in the UK. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Godspeed to Zach. He's uh, trying to get all that terrain painted. We know how hard that is and um, wish him the best. Yep. Oh, we have a, a sub. JD hey, Esquire. Thank you for subbing. You're the man. Yeah, thank or you. The, the woman. Remember, guys, if you are uh, on Twitch Prime, it will not automatically resubscribe you, so you need to do it. So check your subscriptions, please. Yeah, well, you do it if you continue to enjoy If the you content. want. Yeah. You must. If you like it. looking at uh, three bearded men. Three bearded Well, I mean, two beards and some peach fuzz. <laughs> two beards and whatever this is that's living on my face. C Dub Dub. Hey, C Dub Dub. Wow, that's. You, you're 35 man. months. It's longer than Keep K says uh, you can solve Unari, the, the difficulties with Unari from the rules perspective by giving them their own codex. Yeah, you could, but then of course we don't control that. It's, you know, if GW decides if and when they're going to do that. But Unari does cause endless rules debates. It's really yeah. frustrating. <laughs> I, I, I love the Unari story. I think it's so good. The rules I really don't like at all. Yeah. It's just been an endless headache from a, a tournament organizer perspective. Uh, of course, Wayne. Thank you for subscribing, man. Appreciate thank you. What, uh, you want to scroll up? I missed that. Um, yeah, the person was asking, what do you think um, about GW? If GW officially announces 1750 being what they're going to use, is that going to affect the tournament scene overall? Uh, well, that's actually. Let's talk about that because I yeah. totally forgot to touch on this. So at Warmer Fest, they had a GT. It was won by an orc player, uh, which congratulations to him. But the controversy is that uh, allegedly we weren't there. We don't know, but allegedly he never got past turn three. And in the finals game, they offered more time. And allegedly, I, I've heard this multiple times. I assume it's correct. If it were wrong, extremely sorry, and we'll redact it. But as I understand it, this is true. They offered extra time, and he refused <laughs> to play. Um, and yeah, I guess are, I guess he had interviewed. Then <laughs> I I haven't read it in depth, but he was like, like, so what? Uh, how did it go for you? He's like, well, I never went past turn two or three, so it went pretty good. Jeez. So and the people are really really upset <laughs> yeah, on yeah. the internet. The internet like well the internet is good at getting upset. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. performing their function, but uh, people are really mad about it and they're like, oh what the heck? What it's like this is just one more reason why, for a competitive play, chess clocks are the right answer because that guy would have lost all of his games. Yes. Yep. But he never would have gotten and not, past not that he's one. a bad person, no. I'm sure. It's just he built an army no. that plays that way. And so that was, it's not fair to the opponent, as we always have been saying. It's yeah. not it's do whatever you want because you know, I want to play horde and I want to do this. That's fine. Enjoy yeah. yourself. But it's not fair to the person you're playing against. It's not their fault you decided to bring that. 
Yeah. Yep. You know. And it's, we're not trying to make this person look like a villain right. at all. Apparently a lot of games weren't finishing at the event. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, that's lame. Everyone's pissed. No one feels like the game was being played. Right? So it's like, if you had a chess clock, you literally can't slow play. You, make, you lose. You make yourself lose the game. It, it, it's not a perfect solution. Not everybody's excited about chess clocks, but it absolutely works. Yeah. So I think that's just one more very compelling reason that in a competitive format, that's definitely the, the correct answer. Um, are we going to be visiting Ireland? Uh, asks Bladewing365. We decided no, not, not to. Yeah. A lot of the guys from the East Coast are going to Ireland. We decided not to because it's just a little too much running around. We would have been in Nottingham for a day, Ireland for two days, back to Nottingham for a day, then back to London. We decided that we wanted to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to hang out at GW HQ, talk to some of our friends over there um, um, at, at GW. We want to go to the yield trip to Jerusalem. Yeah. Uh, we want, there's a castle we want to go check out. We want to do some tourist stuff. Bugman's burger. Yeah. The bug get the bug the bugman bug enchiladas are a yeah. unique take. Yeah, mm. don't uh, don't the English this. take on the enchilada. It's very yeah. different. I yeah, think yeah. it has ketchup on it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it good. probably has like. Uh, it's not bad. It, it has was just like. like, a, like what are they? What are the beans that are made from uh, pork and beans? What are those? <laughs> baked beans. Baked beans. Baked beans. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, enchiladas. <laughs> baked beans and tomato. Yeah. I was like a taste. I don't know home. why you would order enchiladas. In I, I was like, oh, I love enchiladas. Like Mexican food. Yeah, and I was like. Now, really but I have, I have heard I was like, in what London is this? that they have really good Indian food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Indian yeah. food yeah. is we'll, we'll super good. Yeah. We'll, okay. like, yeah. we'll get a curry for it. We'll get a curry the night we arrive. Uh, okay. And donut. kebabs I hear are really yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Right. Donor kebab. Yep. That's what I'm looking forward to. Just give Ooh. me that. Uh, a gentleman was the saying food. that uh, orcs can't compete with chess clocks. Absolutely. Um, that's yeah. absolutely yeah. not true. That is false. Yeah. Wait, so are you saying that orcs have to cheat their player out of time? To compete, if that's what you're saying, that's a worky thing to yeah. say, though. It is, yeah. Come I on. guess so. Yeah, come on. Come on. But uh, if you use the dice app, they're cunning. Everybody, like, so I started using the dice app. How and The dice app is amazing. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. really if you're, I don't know how much more orc cunning you can get if you're like, well, you only got two turns, buddy. I win. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. You're cunning. That's cunning, but you got brutal. Me. Cunning, yeah. No, like that. That that's yeah. a bullshit argument. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean to you, but I'm gonna call it like it is. That is bullshit. If yeah. you can't play the game in half the time, don't bring the army. And that's all there is to right. it. If you're going to go play a, a casual game and you can take four or five hours to play the game, sure. But if you literally can't play in half the time, don't bring that army because you are cheating your opponent. Yeah. That is a fact. Yeah. And, and you, you just, just have to practice with the army, you know, like how fast yeah. you can play, all that play stuff. Play it a lot. Like, yeah. And my response, my response, as always, to this silly and illogical argument is what do you do when you play another orc player? Yeah. The game's <laughs> over. It just explodes. Do you, do you make the tournament go longer so those two people can play a fair game and everyone yeah. else gets cheated out of time? No. Well, it's yeah. not even the, the Orc Army doesn't play slow. You just have to learn how to play faster with it. Right. Like, use the dice app and have in how many dice you're going to be rolling most of the time already programmed in. It saves you a lot of time. You know how far your guys can move, maybe even get movement trays for right. them. Like, yeah, use the just, dice app. Yeah. It's, it's also, use I think, the tools that there are has there, to be, yeah. you have to have an understanding that in certain gaming environments, yeah. certain army builds are just not going to be viable. Would I like my Grey Knights to go and be dominant and win? Yeah, but it's not, I have to understand that if I want to go to a tournament and compete, I can't take a full Grey Knight army. Yeah. You know, like I, I would like them to be amazing and stand alone and be competitive. And I'm sure for some people, they might be, they might just be great players. I'm not. But, um, I know that this is not a list I'm going to bring, right? You just have to know this. I would counter that by saying you could go and try to be the best Grey Knight player in the ITC. Sure. And not expect to win every tournament, right. but just get those points and be the number one Grey Knight player. Right. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, yeah, it's, it's just... Yeah, but you're yeah. not going to... You're not... You're with a pure Grey Knight army, if you wanted yeah. a GT or higher, I would be like, yeah. teach me. Yeah. Because you're amazing. Uh, CW Dub, um, if you want to check out my list, you can go to the London GT Facebook page, and they posted it up with a funny little magic card that Reese made me. Thanks, man. Um, Fire Waspbook says, how do you guys rate your chances in the Invitational? Uh, well, Frankie, Jeff, and I, uh, we all think we got favorable matchups, um, but that said, with all due respect, the people, I, we're, we know the guys we're playing, actually. like we're, We yeah. work with these guys, so we have nothing but respect for them. They're really good players, so... Who knows yeah. what is going to happen? But I feel really confident. But it's funny on the comments, every single person's like, Reese is going to get smashed. And I'm like, yeah. yes. 
Yes. Everyone thinks that was the comments on all of them mm -hmm. because I think yeah. there's a lot of uh, people from the UK that are probably commenting. So yeah, uh, but no, but it, it'll be interesting because a lot of them are ETC players, so they're all extremely good and get in a lot of practice. So it's some interesting matchups for sure. I think Jeff probably has the most favorable. Yeah, because Jeff is playing. <laughs> he, out of the three of us, I think Jeff's opponent has the best, like the meanest army on paper. Yes, but Jeff's army is like almost a hard counter. Just looking at the math again. Yeah. It's with the missions. We're unfamiliar with the missions. The, these guys have the advantage there. Um, so who knows, right? Like, like we're not going in overconfident at all. We're expecting a really tough game. But his opponent has no AP, really no AP at all. And just whole army, the part that's going to be engaging is all two-up saves. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that. his opponent's going to struggle to hurt him. Yeah. Whereas Jeff will not struggle to hurt him. So that one looks like his opponent's going to have a really tough row uh, to hoe. However, again, his opponent's really good. So oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you never know. Everybody in the Invitational are extremely good, except for Reese and myself. So, <laughs> uh, well, mainly Reese. But... You know, this is going to be my first tournament of the season. Oh, I know. I was looking for your ranking on ITC, and it's not on there. I was looking for my own ranking. I'm like, where the heck am I? I, like, <laughs> yeah, I actually guys. haven't played yeah. a tournament this yeah. season yet. You guys are like when like the UFC or like WWF or something would like bring in old wrestlers. <laughs> That like used to be really good, and then they just get demolished. And you're like, oh yeah, they're not. They don't. Really, I'm, not I'm Hollywood yeah. Hogan when he went yeah. bad. Hollywood yeah. Hogan. When he yeah. had, when he had, because it's like a nostalgia thing, right? They're I'm like, the oh, ultimate cool. warrior. Like Hulk Hogan's gonna sure. fight yeah. uh, Randy Orton, and then he just gets like demolished. Yeah. That's a wrestling. I am a wrestling fan. Uh, Blade Ring says uh, you should visit the Emerald Isle at some point. I've never been to Ireland, so I would love to. That's actually really funny. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to see the lists and the matchup, go to uh, London GT's Facebook page. It's it's really fun. They're really, it's, it's a, they, they did a good job of promoting it. Yeah. Atomic Hurdle says, go Reese, go, thank you so much. Of course, Wayne, you're a bit late. <laughs> of course, Wayne, yeah, you missed the boat, buddy. But um, you can watch the replay. Just missed it by that much. I think it's about four, 30, 40 minutes into the show is when you can see the Harlequin discussion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're really excited, and it's going to be tough games. The Invitational is going to be a lot of fun. The regular event's going to be a lot of fun. I just got done painting, like, this morning. Uh, my army, so hopefully I get a good paint score. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, otherwise, that effort was going to be going to be bitter. Alex, reach out to Frankie about your question. He keeps asking yeah. the same question, but it's well, not like that? relevant. What are the standards going into buildings? I don't know. Oh, yeah. because of the new. Yeah, that that rule is that ruling is not the the best. It makes it difficult for like if your sword is up in the air and you physically can't put the model in there. Technically, you can't go up a level. Mm -hmm. That's I, really. Too restrictive. I then the I, internet explodes, and I'm like, "What if you turn your model sideways?" Yeah, because there's nothing that says you can. What if you turn it upside down? Yeah, True. I mean, sure. Stand on your head. I guess it would be the same height, though. Huh? Yeah. It'd be the same height. What if you broke? Lays what if you break the standard off the model? Yeah, during the and game. Put him in and be like, no, the guys, no, like, the guys like, I can see your standard. You break it break off. It. Like, can you see it now? <laughs> wow, that's impressive. We encourage tos to just just throw in a house rule that says decorative elements don't count for that rule because. You can make it so that someone who made the models look really cool gets super penalized by it, and that's not fun. Um, that, I don't believe that. Asriel will intent. never go yeah. on to the second Anybody one. who's going like this Belial. <laughs> Belial. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't want to penalize people for making the models look cool. So, yeah. again, that's just our suggestion. Um, you know, do what you want, but uh, you don't want to penalize people for putting extra effort into their models. No. Uh, all right, we'll answer a cool. couple more questions. We'll wrap it up. Uh, finally, give me where in the world is on my bucket list. Oh, it's amazing. It. Oh, it's so good. Definitely go and then take the tour because it's worth it. the dioramas are just incredible. It's worth it to do yeah. the 10 pounds uh, tour. Does Jervis Johnson give the tour? No. no. We got to meet Jervis though. Mm. He he is Andy Smiley he's the tour. so tall. No. Jervis is like 6'6". He just insults six. you. Yeah. Andy Smiley does the tour and just insults you he the just, entire time. He just smack you. Jervis is like 6'6", six, six, and he also sounds like he should sing like in a, a jazz band. His voice is so like smoky and low. Good day, mates. I think Reese loved it. Do you think the fat bloke I, will I was be there? Blown away. The what? The fat bloke? Will I, don't be think, there? I don't know if Does he get the tours now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I hope so. Uh, and uh, also, someone said thank you very much for giving us some advice on Death Watch. Mm -hmm. Talking about the captain being able to take two melted guns with a Terminator armor. Bada bing, bada boom. It's, it's a good one. Uh, you heard another it here first. Oh, another sub. Thank you so much. Don't know who it is because Jason's it. not scrolling. Yeah, scroll, it's, it's Jason. It stopped doing it automatically. I don't know you how to stop scroll. it. You have one job. You have the power. It's not doing it automatically one. anymore. Ooh, Atomic Hurdle. Hey, thanks, Atomic Hurdle. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed episode 594, I believe, Boom. of 593 of Signals from the Frontline. Golly, we've done a lot of these. 
Uh, it's been a great, yep. it's been a great run these last uh, seven years doing this. So we'll see you all in London. If you're going to be there, please come up and say hi. I yep. uh, can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be a blast. Mariana is going to be helping stream. Oh, I should definitely mention this. Yeah. Uh, the London GT will be streamed on our channel. Yeah. Ooh. So if you want to watch the live coverage, tune in to this channel. Uh, it's Frontline Gaming underscore TV if you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on iTunes. And Mariana is going to be helping stream it with uh, James and all some of their crew. So it's, it, it, it should be at least mediocre quality. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be normal. The normal quality you can expect from Frontline Gaming. Well, they don't have all the equipment, so uh, it's going to be as good as it can be. And yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. going to be great. Thanks, guys.